Greetings, I'm Noel Deer. Welcome to today's Daily Devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's Word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is James chapter 3, verses 13 through 18, and today we're talking about the subject of wisdom. If you've been with us for a few weeks, you'll remember that back in James chapter 1, we learned that wisdom comes from the Lord, and that if we will pray and ask God for wisdom, James 1, 5, God will always be faithful to answer that prayer. Today, we're going to learn in James chapter 3 that there are actually two different kinds of wisdom. There is a godly wisdom and a worldly wisdom, and the difference is very important. Let's read. James 3.13, who among you is wise and understanding? Now, we'll pause there a moment. He's asking, what is godly wisdom? What does it look like for a person to be wise and understanding? And then he answers the question, who among you is wise and understanding? By his good conduct, he should show that his works are done in the gentleness that comes from wisdom. He says here that godly wisdom is not just information. It's not just having a lot of knowledge. Godly wisdom is information that leads to transformation. It is having knowledge that ref- that is reflected by our good conduct. It's knowledge that changes how we live. Imagine an accountant, someone who is an expert in financial systems. Uh, imagine a, a brilliant accountant. But this same accountant perhaps has a terrible credit rating. He has a terrible credit rating because he doesn't pay his bills on time. Now, there would be an example of someone who has a lot of information, but that information has not changed. It has not affected how that person lives. So he has knowledge, but not wisdom. Wisdom is information that changes our conduct. Now, he mentions here at the end of this verse that another part of that is gentleness, gentleness that comes from wisdom. Now, gentleness in the Bible always means strength under control. It means that you're strong, but your strength is under control. And so godly wisdom here is having information that changes our conduct, and it changes it in such a way that we live a disciplined life, strength under control. Now, in the next two verses, we'll see a definition of worldly wisdom. Look at verses 14 and 15. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, don't boast and deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but it is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. Now, here's the second kind of wisdom. He says that this worldly wisdom is characterized by bitter envy and selfish ambition. This worldly wisdom is characterized by a focus on oneself. When you see a person just focused on his own needs, when you are focused on getting your own way, defending your own rights, satisfying your own desires— then that person is motivated by worldly wisdom. Worldly wisdom always focuses on the self. Now, he says that the source of worldly wisdom here is that it is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. That's important. Those 
Those three words, that description of the source of this worldly wisdom, teach us a couple of things. First of all, this wisdom is not from the Lord. The Lord has wisdom, and he wants to give us that wisdom. We saw in James chapter 1 that we can gain that wisdom if we'll pray and ask God for that wisdom. We've already seen in the book of James the importance of studying God's word to learn the wisdom of the Lord. We've seen the importance even here in James chapter 3 of Bible teachers who can help us to understand, to discover God's wisdom from his word. Worldly wisdom, worldly wisdom comes from the world. Godly wisdom comes from God. And and that might seem uh, too simple to be said, but it's important distinction. We must go to the Lord if we're going to have uh, godly wisdom. Now, the other thing these three words uh, tell us when it says that worldly wisdom is un is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. It tells us that Satan plays a role. Our adversary plays a role in this. And he seeks to confuse us, to deceive us, to distract us. I think of 1 Peter 5, 8 that says, be sober-minded, be alert, for your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Satan is seeking to confuse us with this worldly wisdom, and we must be on on our guard. What is our default? What do we default to? We default to worldly wisdom. We default to selfishness. We default to bitter envy. If we are not consciously seeking God's wisdom, if we're not in God's word, if we're not praying for godly wisdom, we will always default to this worldly earthly, demonic wisdom, and there's great danger in that. We see one more verse about this worldly wisdom, verse 16, for where there is envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder and every evil practice. The result of worldly wisdom will be division and disorder, because if I'm looking out for my interest and you're looking out for your interest and Sally's looking out for her interest and Sam's looking out for his interest, well, there's going to be division. When you see division, it's always the result of worldly wisdom. And so he says that worldly wisdom will end in disorder and every evil practice. Look at verses 17 uh, and 18 as we see now some greater details, some additional details about godly wisdom. It says in verse 17, but the wisdom from above, godly wisdom, is first pure, then peace-loving, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering and without pretense. So it gives us a list of qualities for this uh, for this godly wisdom. And, and what's interesting, what I find interesting here is that th- these list of qualities, this list of qualities is very similar to the fruit of the spirit that the apostle Paul mentions in the book of Galatians when he says the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. And it's very similar to the list that Jesus gives in what we call the Beatitudes, Matthew chapter five. And so when when James, when Paul, and when Jesus describe the qualities of a wise and godly life, they use the same the same words. So let's go through uh, James's list here. He says that the things that characterize godly wisdom, first of all, it is pure. That means that it is. It is rightly motivated. It is motivated in a, in a godly sense. It's looking, it's not duplicitous. It, it doesn't have ulterior motives. It seeks 
it seeks godliness. And this is parallel with what Jesus said in the Beatitudes, Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. So James says, first, this godly wisdom is uh, is pure. Then he says it's peace-loving. Uh, what, did, what did Jesus say in the Beatitudes, Matthew 5, 9? Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. And then James says that this godly wisdom is gentle. Um, th- this, this instance of gentle means that it is, it is willing to submit to mistreatment. Sometimes we'll be mistreated. And someone with godly wisdom can uh, can undergo mistreatment without just flying off the handle or demanding his own rights or demanding protection. And we see this in the Beatitudes as well, Matthew 5, 10, and 11, where Jesus said, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Then James says that godly wisdom is compliant. That means it's obedient to the Lord. It's full of mercy and good fruits. That means it cares for those who are suffering. Again, a parallel with the Beatitudes, Jesus said in Matthew 5, 7, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. James says that godly wisdom is unwavering. That means it doesn't compromise the truth. And he says that it is without pretense, which means it is genuine. And then he wraps that up in verse 18. He says, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who cultivate peace. Where there is a lack of godly wisdom, there will always be division and strife. You you can write it down. There will always be division and strife. And where there is division and strife, there's always a lack of godly wisdom. But where there is godly wisdom, there will be peace. Let us be people who seek out the wisdom of God. Listen, thanks for watching or listening today. If you're on YouTube, please hit like or subscribe. That helps us get the word out. If uh, if you'd like to listen on a podcasting app, just pull up your favorite app and search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions. Further info at noeldeer.com. I hope you have a great day as you endeavor to abide in Christ. <music>